Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What do you guys want to talk a little more free agency? Shall Let's we? do it. Right. What is your big priority? What do you think the fundamental, like I said, edge rusher, receiver, supplement, well, supplement secondary, I mean... Part of part of free agency that we forget about is getting some of the. Uh, sometimes you have to retain your own players. You can't get just because you, you can't get weaker in another area and then just and improve in, in one area and then get weaker in another and say, "Well, we're better." Yeah, because, you can't say we're ready to win now. Yeah, and ten of those guys walk out the door. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so really we got our edge rusher at all as well. A quarterback away, and then yeah, yeah, and, and all of a sudden. So just like every NBA team is one player away. Yeah, right. Um, Calais Campbell's an answer on the list. I think Nate Lambin, though, and now he's an exclusive rights free agent. So the Falcons, to my knowledge, are the only team that, uh, and I have to read 100 percent up, but they're the only team that can negotiate with him. Uh, and so he should be back. So it's probably why he's not on the list. But he has to be back. You need Lambin. You need Cade Nelson. You need Troy Anderson healthy. Boom. There you go. On that. I do think Calais Campbell and Bud Dupree defensively are two guys that you would like to have back. They're not going to be break-the-bank type players, but that's, what, 13 or 14 sacks that you would let walk out the door? Right. And that's where Terry Fano did some pretty good work there. What do they call the uh, – y'all have to help me out. There's a, there's a situation in the NFL, not a situation. Part of the NFL CBA is that when a guy who is on a rookie deal um, and plays a lot, they actually get paid – money for for how much they they played during the season i can't remember the name the like an incentive based thing right but it's 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 structured in the cba it's not part of their contract right so it's it's part of uh it, it's part, i have to think that Lamon in that light will get absolutely broke off um because i think it's uh the less money you're making the more you're eligible for or something like that so I keep turning my mic off <laughs> i thought i turned it on it was off the, technically he was in his second year last year though I, I think because he actually played some of the NFL. But I think it's part of the rookie your rookie contract is what I'm saying. I, I think it's. But I don't think about that. I don't think he's under one because he was an undrafted free agent, and I think he was on a one year deal. I think I don't think he. Um, I don't think he falls under that. Like I just don't think that's something that that he will get because of undrafted, and then he signed a one year deal. So technically, I don't even think he would be under his rookie deal. If that Entry, makes sense. In, well, this is a. That's a different one right there. I, I, I want to get back in this conversation, too, because my question would be of this list, and we're talking about Josh Kendall's list that he had on The Athletic yesterday. My question would be, and, and I'll go through it one more time for anybody that's just now tuning in, that his top ten list of unrestricted free agents for the Atlanta Falcons, one through ten is this, Calais Campbell, Bud Dupree, Jeff Okuda, Matt Collins, Contavia Street, Cordero Patterson, Trey Flowers, Michael Pruitt, Van Jefferson, Cordero Hodge. Which one of those ten would be the first guy that y'all would sign Back into the fold, 
other than Calais Campbell? Well, Van Jefferson's good for uh, uh, drops in key moments. There's two I can remember. Since now, can remember where he came from, though, Rob. Yeah. Where did he come from? He came from L.A. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be some familiarity with Zach Robinson, and it might be really valuable to have inside of that wide receiver. Yeah, I'm not room. saying throwing him on the trash heap for that, but I just yeah. remember that's what I thought about him. You know, if there was a bit of a pulse when he uh, – when he when he got here to Atlanta, but it didn't seem like it uh, it didn't bear much fruit. I know that Contavious Street was a Ryan Nielsen guy, and he was happy. I had signed Contavious Street. That was that's the first one I thought about too. He when we talked about well. Matt Collins earlier as a specialist. Contavious Street was such a good trade for us. It, I mean, I we we didn't know anything about him, right? He was buried on the depth chart of Philly. But then when you turn the film on after week one of him kind of being here for four days and he's playing. He was good, man. And then he we was, got hurt, and you really around. missed him, right? Yeah, because you already were missing Grady. He was brought in to replace Grady. His ability, not to get too deep into the weeds as far as as far as how to play the position, his ability to press, get his hands on an O-lineman's chest, separate, right. right? Now you're using one arm to kind of put your body in a gap and separate from the offensive lineman so they can't drive you, and then to anchor. So now you're using one arm in the offensive lineman's chest, but you're anchoring with your legs so that they're not able to push you out of these gaps. His ability to kind of press and separate and anchor was incredible for a guy that was not playing much up in Philly. I was dumbfounded because you don't expect much. Was it the Tampa game that he got hurt? Once he got hurt, that's when Tampa really started opening up their run game, and that's when you really felt his absence. Yeah, he went out out sometime in the second half of that Tampa, the second Tampa game here at home, and then they started gashing you, and that – White started running all over you, and that's when Baker started getting in a rhythm and everything started clicking for them, and they ended up winning that game. Imagine, we always talk here about trenches and, and doing it, but then whenever free agency and the draft comes around, it seems that we get we get enamored with other things. Dude, go resign that guy, because imagine Grady coming back from injury. And, you know, I think Grady will – there. You, you can say a lot of things about Grady Jarrett, but one of the things you can never say is that he isn't one of the hardest-working guys in the league because he absolutely is. So you go you go resign Contavious Street, takes a little bit of pressure off Grady to play as many snaps as he has in the past immediately, but not, not to mention the fact that when he goes off the field, you, you're always going to get weaker when a Grady Jarrett-type player goes off the field, but you're not going to get – significantly weaker. It's not like going from Grady Jarrett to, you know, some of the guys he, we've gone to in the past that just haven't been able to hold their own – hold it. it. It's just so much – it makes you so much better. It's so frustrating to me, though, to look at how well these guys fit inside of Ryan Nielsen's scheme because they were all uh, – David Onyemata, Clayce Campbell, Caden Ellis, Contavious Street's on that list. They were brought here to be part of that scheme. And it, and it does sting a little bit that now you're not looking at a Ryan Nielsen scheme one year into it when you're like, oh, man, big strides defensively. I have to assume that obviously Raheem and, and those guys are going to do what's best. But it it's frustrating to look at it from that perspective because you're like, man, it fits so well into what Ryan Nielsen was trying to do. And you wonder what that is kind of moving forward under Raheem. And Morris. even though if, you know there's kind of diminishing returns on that defense towards the end of the year, but it was certainly a lot better than it had been – Several years before. Yeah, they doubled the sacks. They were banged right. up. You know, the offense also was probably, other than that Colts game, the offense was its worst form the last five to six weeks of the season, other than the Colts game. But the one thing Ross said was, and he said it to Dukes and Bell, he was like, you know, it's a, it's a Quinnism. It's a Dan Quinn <laughs> slogan. But he said, look, we're gonna, we're not going to make our guys fit in the system. We're going to find out what they're really good at and 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 – 
make them good, you know, make them able to do that so they can be great. Here's what here's me looking at the bright side as far as the the transition goes defensively, and and I hope everybody will kind of follow along with this. Ryan Nielsen was brought here to do what up front? He was brought here to change one stat up front. Yeah. Sacks. It was he was brought here to get more sacks. I'm going to look at it as maybe you can hold serve a little bit on that, and I'm going to tell myself that Raheem Morris and Jimmy Lake in particular are brought here to get turnovers on the back end because we went through an entire season and allowed – nobody's talking about this enough – where not one corner had an interception for this team last yep. year. And so, That's Ryan Nielsen, we can talk about it and say, hey, brought in here to get sacks, brought in here to get sacks, and he did that. He doubled the sack number. I'm going to hope that Raheem Morris – can't double the interception rate for the cornerback position here because we didn't have any. So, you know, Jesse Bates gets those interceptions. You had a couple of tip balls that were able to, you know, return the other way. Got them in bunches, though. It wasn't scattered out throughout the season. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You've got to find a way to get more turnovers from the cornerback position. Richie Grant had a pick, too. I forgot about that one. you got to find more ways to get that from the cornerback position. I'm going to hope, and I'm going to look at the bright side of this defensive transition and say that Jimmy Lake and Raheem Morris can find a way to get more turnovers out of that secondary, out of that cornerback position. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.